This the remix. Back to the Press Box Summer Edition. We are back on the final hour. We're going to wrap it wrap it up. The Press Box, Ed Graney, and of course, yours truly, Willie Ramirez, on loan from Cofield & Company. But man, talk about a killer last hour. We've got some great guests lined up, and the first is one of my favorite people of all time. Cindy Brunson joins us from down in Arizona, fresh off the mic last night with the Phoenix Mercury. A big win over the L.A. Sparks. Cindy, thank you for joining us. Hey, Cindy. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Willie. Ed, great to be with you. Willie, the check is in the mail. <laughs> Cindy, let me tell you something. I, 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 it doesn't matter who I'm talking to when, we're ta- when I'm talking WNBA. The guys and I were talking earlier. I my attention span from when I was a little boy wanting to you know just watching Howard Cosell right and then watching Monday mm-hmm. Night Football my attention span is gone but if WNBA is on doesn't matter who's playing I am now glued to the TV especially now after you and I uh, you know the five weeks with Athletes Unlimited but I kid you not I say this from the bottom of my heart. You make people want to watch the WNBA. I tweet this all the time. I know that you can expect a tweet if you know I'm watching. The vernacular, the phrases, the lingo, the bunnies, the breezy, the this, the that. Last night was so great because the enthusiasm of where we're at in the season and you and Ann Myers Drysdale, it was, I mean, it was just such a, you make it fun to watch. How much fun are you having because we talked about this in February where you were you wanted so much to jump into the WNBA and do play-by-play. How much fun are you having? It's a dream. You know, in the grocery store of life, I am lucky enough to be in the candy aisle, and uh, I am having a blast. It's, it's a lot more work than I anticipated, only because I had been a season ticket holder for so long, and I felt I had a grip on the league until I started to do my research like I do for Athletes Unlimited or Pac-12 women's basketball, Big 12, whatever, and realized, wow, I just know the surface of these players and stories and everything. So it's, I've, it's been a real working summer for me because I want to give everybody their due, and of course I'm going to put my thumb on the scale for the Mercury, but um, it's it's been a lot of fun, uh, bottom line. Thank you for the kind words. I, I grew up listening to um, Vern Lundquist. Okay. And yep. he was like the soundtrack for my college football fandom. Yeah. And he always sounded like he was having the best time possible. And that resonated with me. He always made me feel as a fan I was missing out if I dared turn the channel. And that's the same kind of vibe that I'm trying to incorporate into the Mercury broadcast. There's so much to unfold with the Mercury, so we're going to try to. I want to try to get get through each of these. But last night there was a there was a point that really uh, stood out uh, where it was a it was a uh, a close up shot of you and Myers. You were talking about it. Might have been post game actually. Uh, I, I I can't remember if it was down the waning moments or if it was afterwards. But the the you both had said that the turning point was really with the chemistry that Skylar Diggins-Smith and, and Diana Taurasi are having as this playoff run is continuing. And earlier in the season, that was not the case. As we saw here in Las Vegas, when there was some arguments brewing, and then a couple games later, Skylar and, and uh, Coach Nygaard going out a little bit off as they were mm-hmm. exiting. What has changed? Well, we had a divorce. I think that was helpful. Because I think that was a distraction. Right. And as far as Sky and D are concerned, 
Iron sharpens iron. They both want to win. Diana is the GOAT, as was voted upon by the league last year. And at the age of 40, she leads the league in three-point takes and makes. She is phenomenal. And Skylar Diggins-Smith wanted to get traded to Phoenix to play alongside D. So those two getting on the same page, figuring out Vanessa's completely new system because they had played under Sandy Brundello together. So it was a learning curve, and now things are starting to gel. And they are, in my opinion, the best backcourt in the WNBA. Uh, 40 years old, like you said, and you know as well as anyone, what about her has allowed this longevity? Her tenacity. She just shows up and expects to be the best every single day. It's how she has comported herself since she was in high school. So that just hasn't changed. And she wants to win. She wants to win another championship because her dear friend Sue Bird has four WNBA titles and D only has three. And don't think that that doesn't rub D the wrong way just a little bit. Right. He wants to get that fourth championship for Phoenix. Um, And if it wasn't for Diana Taurasi, a Las Vegas native, former Mm. state champ, would have not been invited to training camp as an undrafted player, being Sam Thomas. She gets some minutes here and there, um, but she's accepted because of the sort of the the personality that she brings, especially at practice and being able to play the opposition. What's special about Sam Thomas? She just brings her work ethic everywhere she goes, and it is phenomenal to see and she does it with such joy and enthusiasm and it's why she's up for the NCAA's women of the year award from the university of Arizona. Um, She is just a special young woman and everybody sees it. You know how some people you encounter in life, they just have a light. Mm. Sam is one of those people. She definitely is. You brought up the word divorce earlier and she, and and Sydney was talking (laughs) about Tina Charles who, Divorced from her contract and then ended up going to Seattle this past week or last weekend. The L.A. Sparks come to town. They hang with the Las Vegas Aces, seven players in uniform, including Liz Cambage. She leaves the arena without that uniform, says, I'm done, quits, does not go back to L.A. with the team. I don't know if she went right back to L.A., but I know that she did not go back with the team um, through some people that I spoke with. Um, Does this surprise you? No. In fact, I am surprised that it took until the end of July. I did not think that that relationship was going to work from the jump as soon as Liz signed because there was the controversy over Amanda Zowie B's uniform number. She's overseas playing, but is still a member under a suspended contract with the Sparks. And Liz took her number and... (laughs) Then GM and coach Derek Fisher supported that. And I thought, no, there's people in that locker room that don't like that. And then you add on top of that, the fact that she had been basically fired from team Australia. I've never seen somebody asked to leave a national team in my life. So Liz brought a lot of baggage to LA. And uh, like I said, I'm surprised it took this long. Does she play in the WNBA again? I don't think so. I, I don't know. I, I 
never say never because I didn't think USC and UCLA would wind up in the Big Ten. Right. So <laughs> um, I'll just leave it there. But uh, if, I, if I was a GM or coach, I don't know that I would take a chance because for me personally, I have never seen for Liz that basketball is priority one. You know that basketball is priority one with Kelsey Plum. You know it is with Asia Wilson. You know it is with Jackie Young. You never know if it is with Liz Cambage because at her height, now 6'9", she should be averaging 20 and 10 or at least 15 and 10. And she doesn't even come close to those metrics. And she will say it's because she doesn't get the ball. Well, there are these things called rebound putbacks. So if you're really doing your work, you should have the numbers to show it. And she just hasn't. Cindy, we're speaking with Cindy Brunson. Uh, from down in Arizona, she covers the Pac-12. She covers the WNBA. She covers the uh, Athletes Unlimited. Was part of the first African American African American duo with Cheryl Swoops during Athletes Unlimited to broadcast uh, a professional sports league. Cindy, got to ask you about the Las Vegas Aces. Obviously, um, you brought up Kelsey Plum. Mm-hmm. You know Kelsey Plum better than most of us because of your ties to the Pac-12, calling games from the Pac-12. She's obviously the NC2A's all-time leading scorer. She played in Washington. I wrote a story preseason saying that this was her coming out party, and she would vie for the MVP award. Uh, she's having a phenomenal season. Yeah, in my mind, she is everything that I knew she could be this season when she left the University of Washington. You know, she's just had to overcome some adversity. You know, when she first got to the Vegas organization under Bill Lambeer, uh, he didn't want to start her. She's a starter. (laughs) Period, point blank. That always just confused the heck out of me. So now that she's in the starter and she's been given the reins to run the offense and the last couple years of her life, right, coming back from the injury, making the uh, 3x3 team for the Olympics, winning the gold, all of us getting uh, together with Sue Borchard, the um, trainer out of the Seattle area that just takes athletes and hones them like nobody's business. Skylar Diggins-Smith is a client. Brianna Stewart is a client. And so is KP and several others in the league. And you can tell, like, KP is built different this season. She is as fit as I've ever seen her. And she's a dog, D-A-W-G, dog, and she wants to win so bad. Like, when the light turns green for the traffic light to say walk, she wants to cross the street faster. That's how much she is dialed in and literally is one of my favorite humans and players in the league. What did you think of the hire of Becky Hammond? And from what you've seen, how do you think they've re- responded? I know you talked about Lambeer. Obviously, it's a much different style under Becky. But when Becky came over from the NBA, uh, what did you think of the hire? And you've seen them play. What do you think in terms of how they have adapted to her? I think it's fantastic. She's obviously a player's coach. She's been in this league. She scored nearly 6,000 points as a WNBA player. Uh, she gets it, and she gets the grind. And she appreciates open flowing offense. You know, she saw what worked in San Antonio under Greg Popovich when they had a bunch of success and it's when the ball moves and there's a lot of touches on the offensive end, but it revolves around one or two people in particular. And you're seeing that with Asia Wilson 
And then it's pick your poison. Is it going to be KP? Is it going to be Chelsea Gray? Is it going to be Jackie Young? I mean, it's death by a thousand cuts. And so they're, they're firing on Austin Lillers. I thought it was great for the league that another former player was hired as a head coach. And look, she came in and the cupboard was full. That was a team last year that had seven players averaging double figures. And they really are only without Liz Cambage. And so it's addition by subtraction, right? You take Liz out of the mix, and now Asia Wilson is putting up MVP numbers again. So, uh, yeah, I think it was a great hire. I love that she got a bag. Um, I wish that all coaches in the WNBA can get to that pay point that she's at because they all deserve it. They worked their tails off. Tony, I got one more for you before we get you out of here because you do call college basketball um, as well. Um, and, and, you know, we hear so much of the WNBA in terms of equality and pay up and down, not just for the superstars. Well, NIL deals are going, you know, flying high, especially for the star quarterback, the star running back, the star center, the star point guard. I don't know if you saw this this morning, but according to front office sports, Texas Tech women's basketball players will each receive $25,000 NIL deal from NIL marketing agency Level 13. It marks the largest NIL deal of its kind for a women's basketball team. Quite a statement. Well, good for uh, Coach Gerlich. I mean, she's trying to get some traction and get people to stay in Lubbock, obviously. Um, I just don't want this to turn into pay-per-play. You know, if the athlete... On, uh, in their own right, can earn money and are viable in that space, good. Go make the money. But to just be handed money when you haven't done anything, that's pay for play. And that, um, that makes me nervous. Cindy, I always appreciate you. you. Kelsey Plum may be Las Vegas's dog. You will always be my dog. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> I will be tuned in, as of, of course, when the Mercury are playing, and I will hope to see you down the road if the Mercury get in, when the Mercury get into the playoffs and possibly with the Aces. I will talk to you soon, my friend. Thanks, Cindy. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Willie. Be good. Take care of yourself. Cindy Brunson there with us on ESPN. All right. Here we go. Two sets of tickets. We're giving away a lot of stuff today. Two sets of tickets to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Saturday, August 6th at Allegiant Stadium. Get your tickets now. We're going once again. Call our 6 and 7 at 702-364-1100. Two sets now. So you have two chances to win to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Saturday, August 6th at Allegiant Stadium, 364-1100. Give us a call now. Call our 6 and 7 for Danny. All right, Jared, this is your segment. This is Jared's Dumb Questions. What? Jared's Dumb Questions. What? Jared's Dumb Questions. We're doomed! It's times like this I wish I were a religious man. It's all over, people. We don't have a prayer. Ah. I regret doing this every time I do it, but yet for some reason I keep allowing it to happen. Let's see. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. You stupid monkey. Shut up. I love Justice. I think he does a great job. Here we go. Cassie Soto at 9.30. You want to hear that? Lotto billionaires. We win. You'll probably be happy, but you won't be hearing me on Monday. 
be the hell out of here. You're still not going to do the show if you hit the lotto? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? We'll talk at 930. (laughs) I I would quit and only do the show. I I would, if for whatever reason she called me and said that the numbers hit, the headsets would go back in the car. You'd never see, I'd walk, middle of the show, you'd be like, where's that guy going? Would you stay in Vegas or would you go back to San Diego? Neither. We'd buy a cabin somewhere in Montana in the most beautiful part of Montana. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. yeah, I can imagine you raising cattle. <laughs> no, no, I'd have someone do it for me. I'd be worth $100 <laughs> okay. million. Dollars. All right, I mean, Jared that... Justice is here. Uh, you heard the segment. It's Jared Dumb's questions. We wanted to do this today. It's always a fun segment. How are you, buddy? I am good. Um, all right, so I love these segments because they're always... You, you find inspiration in the weirdest places, whether it's asking you guys what athlete you think sneezes like a kitten... To whatever, you know, something random shows up on my Twitter. So this showed up on my Twitter, a fast food restaurant. And I have this. I'd like to hear your guys' opinion on this because I have asked uh, JVT and Steve Cofield this particular dumb question. So I'd like. What's fast food? What again? What is it? Willie hasn't had those. No, he's a prep meal (laughs) He doesn't. he's, He's not eating that trash. But. So. What fast food place. Would you be willing to work for free because a fast food place in North Carolina is offering free meals if you volunteer to work at their drive-thru for an hour? Do you get free meals whenever you want or only on your shift? You basically are signing up to work for, yeah, like they tell you, hey, if you show up this day for one hour, we will give you a sandwich. Oh. Okay, so what do you consider? That's why I need to know what's fast food. Is it like... A it's burger. drive-through. So anything with the drive-through. So it can't be Chipotle, because like ninety-nine percent of them don't have drive-through. I would never do Chipotle. I, I, I'm Zaba's guy. <laughs> oh, I already okay. know my answer. So, oh, Chick-fil-A. Oh, oh, no. Oh, okay, you didn't have to go with a specific brand. I'm saying, is there any type of food that you would go? You know what? I'm no, willing I to work a specific for free brand. No, for specific. an hour in exchange for this particular product. So if I say something like a grilled chicken sandwich. If if that's if you're like you know what I am willing well, to well no you said anything with a drive through right right so, so and I'm shocked at your answer you are yes I I, I thought you would ch- say trop no I think their chicken sandwich it would uh, bump drop up can I get the shake too I, you okay. get a meal you're working for, you're working However, for food I will okay. say though <laughs> most places now with their price hikes. You're probably going to get more in food than you would have made per hour at right. whatever. So place that's you why work. my choice would be raising canes. That's oh. a. I mean, that's a. That's a great choice because I would be getting the Caniac, that used to cost like six, seven bucks, and now costs like fourteen. I'd be doing Robertos. Robertos has Daddy, a drive through. Oh yeah, the yeah. Robertos on a, Sunset in, be- in between Valley Verde and uh, Stephanie. It has a drive through. Really? Oh yeah. <laughs> he's he's scouting the ones. With no, the only Robertos I remember is San Diego State at two a.m. How often do you work? Well, that's the that's the thing. It's like, did you just pick up a part time job and to get to get a sandwich? Well, because a caniac comes with like six. So, like, what I would do is I would go in, I would get, the, and then I would get it after the shift, and I would eat half of it, and then I would store, just like the peanut M and M's, and I would have the backup, and I would just by the end of the, you know the, by the end of a six month part time job. I would just have canes backed up and then quit and be like, I don't need it anymore. I got a bunch yeah, of canes. Yeah, that's. I guess that was my well, question. Was it? Is it? Did was the was the situation in North Carolina? Just one hour total. That's it. You just come. You're gonna do work our uh, our drive through for one hour, and then we're gonna give you a sandwich. I. That's apparently that seems to be the situation. And is it just an item, or do they get a meal? 
according to this, it says entree. So I assume that's an a la carte, like yeah, like a sandwich. A, a sandwich. So like at Chick Fil A, you would just get I a just chicken, get chicken sandwich. sandwich. I just get the chicken. Sandwich. I wouldn't do no. that. That's like a four dollar sandwich, and you're gonna work for an hour. You know how busy I mean, that place gets. Technically, it's not illegal because they're not pay, try, trying to pay you less than minimum wage. <laughs> what they're trying to do is give you a sandwich. I actually I'd just had Chick Fil A last line. night. Now so I can I tell. I can tell you what I wish had a drive through, and this is nothing against. Raising Cane's, um, but I wish that Capriati's had a drive-through somewhere because I I would definitely do Capriati uh, across the street from Aliante. Yes. Oh he, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yes. That's right by my He's house. Scoping out Capriati's. So it's so, so top of Cheyenne. <laughs> oh, we were there yesterday. Bought, bought, oh, got a well, there's Capastrami for days. I've I have. Sorry, I don't know why I'm so excited. Like I know one. I know one. Willie, I got you. Wait, so, the Aliante <laughs> one. You can order sandwiches. The one at Cheyenne, you have to order online or call, and then it's a pickup line. So it's not like you you don't drive up and say hey I want a capistrami and then they're making it right then it's more like I'm calling first. I've been to that I'm one doing... once by my by uh, an Aliante by my house. I've been to it once. Is I, that an actual drive through? I just went in. Oh, all right. Because those sandwiches are far. Is long that the only dumb question? Oh no, I got I got three. I think okay, we're only going to get go. to two. Well, okay. Let's go. No, okay. Cassie can wait. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or no, let's do one. Take a break. Bring Cassie on and and get her on on third. Okay. Perfect. All right, all right. Um. So. The trade deadline is coming up for the MLB. Let's expand it. If oh, you boy. could trade an athlete from one sport to another. Oh, easy. Done. I'm ready. <laughs> See, these aren't even dumb questions for Willie. Willie's like been thinking about these and I haven't even asked him. I get to trade a player? You get yeah. to move a player from one sport to another. That's already done. I mean, I'm ready. Jake Paul to the UFC no, seems like something that the people would enjoy. Okay. But could I go first? Yeah. Oh. I'm trading Giannis to the Raiders for Darren Waller to the Bucks. I mean, the okay. Bucks just the Bucks just got real shorter. Yes, <laughs> I don't care. Oh, you you said what would I do? No, no, no. I get you. I'm just a, as a Bucks fan, I'm a little, I'm a little taken <laughs> yeah, back. Exactly. But I'm trading I'm, Cody Bellinger to anybody who will take him. <laughs> so if it's okay, another but, sport, but, but you Las Vegas go? Aces might need him. <laughs> exactly. I'll put him up. Can he defend? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the amount of anger and vitriol this man has caused you, wouldn't you want to trade him to like? Boxing, oh, or UFC? Yeah, that, that's a great. That's a great thing. I'll, I'll trade Cody Bellinger to boxing, and you know what? Max Muncy, Max Muncy's on the way out too. I'm trading them both, both the boxing. Does it have to be current day, or can it be like oh, no, eras? Well, well, not not even that, but um, so a player who's currently playing, but at a younger self. Dude, these are dumb questions. You can make up any rules you want. I would like to see, because he had such a great career in high school, I would like to see LeBron in the NFL. Oh, as a tight that, end. Yeah. So yeah. I. Oh, as a tight end. That, that was my first thought when this subject came up, and I was going to say LeBron for Darren, but then I was thinking age for age. Right. LeBron's. But if we're talking prime for prime, I would 100% like to see LeBron in the NFL. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would. I'm with that. If you get to the goal line, you are scoring a touchdown yes. because good luck. Yeah, good luck stopping him. <laughs> um, was it Kyler Murray who was debating whether he was going to go? Yeah, he was going to play. Well, he's going to play, play for the, for the A's. A's. Yeah, yeah. spring and now training. He, his his contract's more than worth the entire payroll of the A's of the Las Vegas A's. Same with uh, Russell Wilson with the Yankees. Um, yeah. Oh. That's uh if there was a women's pro, if there was a women's pro football league and please don't bring up the lingerie BS. Um if hey, there, we had a team. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know who I would like to see a quarterback? Kelsey Plum. Kelsey, Kelsey Plum. Plum in a heartbeat. Everyone, you know why? Everyone, 
Woo. At least he's a dog. Woo. She does it. She does it once a season, and every time it goes viral, and every time on the wolf. No, oh, the no, throw the of the shirt. Oh, she does oh. it every game now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, because after the game, they all throw they they throw. But yeah, it was the first time that she did it. Everyone freaked out in San Antonio. And she, oh, was it with there? That, I, was, I that was as a, oh, here. Yeah. Well, but someone yeah. had cut it with Aaron Rodgers throwing that, um, throwing that uh, in Detroit, that Hail Mary. Someone cut it. And they basically had the same, like, setup and wind up to release, except one's throwing a shirt, the other's throwing a football. And it was just genuinely like, holy crap, she throws like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I remember when She's she did a Brady that. Brady fan, right? Oh yeah, she goes crazy. Brady well, Center. Well, in the press present, conference, somebody said some, in one of the post game pressures, somebody said something to the effect of getting lessons, and she goes, "Yeah, where's he at? Let's go." Getting lessons from her, from her, for her arm. All right. <laughs> I just know he sent her a present. She got all she got all stoked about it. Oh, she and went then, crazy. And then that weekend, great. before they left for this thirteen days between the Commissioner's Cup, and then they got five games out of town, a couple in Indiana. Her, Becky Hammond, and Becky's son were at the uh, Raiders I practice. I saw that. They're at Raiders practice. Do you, yeah. do you think Darren Waller would have been mad if she showed up in Brady's jersey? Uh, I mean, it's, yes, at least it's not Gronk's. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not another tight end. So, fun fact before we – I know we need, to, we need to get Cassie on the line, but fun fact, we were talking about Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson both being also drafted as baseball players. The last active player that was drafted by the uh, Montreal Ex- Expos, Thomas Brady, still actively oh. playing. He, was, he is the only That's active a great trivia athlete question. who was dra- last drafted by, by Montreal? the Montreal Expos. Wow. Great stuff there by Jared. He'll come back with his next dumb question. We'll try to retract on Cassie Soto. She's en route to Los Angeles to buy me lottery tickets. It's the only thing in her life she could call an engagement. Raiders.com's Cassie Soto joins the press box for her weekly hit. Ah, here she is. Are you driving? Hello? Are you driving? No. Well, yes, but no. The fiancé has taken over driving. No, you let this guy drive? Yeah. Wow. Worse than you. Have you passed? Like, well, he, you know, he's, passed? He's, too, he's going slow. I, it's because I'm too busy writing down all the things I'm going to buy with my gazillion dollars. Have you passed Zizix Road? We did, yes. Yeah. Okay. How was the line from, like, you know, just past uh, the M to state line? Was it traffic? Getting... Was traffic itself was 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 a breeze. But once we pulled up right next to Prim, we slowed down a little bit by the Lotto store just to see it from the freeway, and it was fully zigzag, maybe 500 people in line, maybe more. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay, Cassie, I have to ask you a dumb question and then open it up to the group because I also have to go do other responsibilities. When you are at a restaurant with multiple people, if your food shows up before everyone else's, do you eat it or do you wait like a member of society? That's not dumb. Uh, I wait. I do wait. Thank you. My... Why? No, 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 no. I was going to say mine, but Ed, Ed, he called for Ed next. Ed's, oh. Ed's not paying attention. Ed, yeah, Ed, Ed is. I have an emergency. I apologize. Oh, uh, no, so no, I'll, hey, go, I'll go. I'll uh, go. Yes. Okay, so here, here's my take on this. 
It depends on the number of people at the table, and it depends on the courtesy. You know, if they say, no, go ahead. If there's like seven, eight people there, then I'm not waiting for my food to get cold. Now, if there's three or four, I'm waiting. But if they say, yeah, go ahead, or if there's, you know, if there's a, a lot of people, or I'm telling them to take it back and put it under the warmer, but I'm not waiting and letting my food get cold. That's that's a man. That's a that that's a man's answer right there. I'm not waiting for my food to get cold. <laughs> well, not if there's seven, eight people there. I, I got it. I'm yeah. just, I I just don't have that fortitude within me. I would just be like, yes, yeah, so I'll I'll just wait for you guys, Danny. Now, uh, real cool. Well, I I would wait no matter what, no matter how many people are there. I would wait. But Willie, if if you're where if you're there with one or two other people and somebody sends their food back, would you wait or would you be like, no, all three all three it. have arrived. All three arrived, but one person sent it back. The second that the third plate hits, I've already dug in. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep rolling. <laughs> All now, right. now, 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 you, the way you put it though, Jared, I, when you said, well, that's a man's answer, Willie's just, I, I wouldn't just dive in. I said, if the other people said, no, go ahead, don't wait. But if there are seven, you know, I would, it would, I, I meant the confidence in which you said, oh, yeah. I, <laughs> well, I am not it. waiting for my food to get cold. No, I don't think steak, I've been that confident the, about anything thing, in my entire the life. The thing is, if you're like, if you're at a nice steakhouse, like there's a couple steakhouses that I go to. Two three times a month, and they they ha- they bring out a team of people, right? With that, so everything's coming at once. So anyway, we have to move on and get to more important stuff. Cassie, are you? I mean, have you? I want to know the list. What are you buying, and who are you firing once you and buy bring, the RJ? Let's 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 uh, rewind here. You were in the media room yesterday. Uh, the Raiders. We started talking about there's a billion dollars available on the, I believe, the Powerball. You said you were going to California because we were not going to drive down to state line. There's no chance that was happening. And we just all started Venmoing you money $20 so we can get as many tickets as possible. We've all had 24 hours now to make up our list. What is on your list when we win this thing? Well, joke's on you. I already spent all the cash on the gas just to yeah, drive over okay, there. Yeah, okay, okay. Joke's <laughs> on me. Um. Well, first we said... Because none of us are going to show up on Monday, so there'll be nobody to report on the Raiders anymore. So then we just all said, well, let's just buy the team. So I think if we, if we just are a united front and buy the team, it'd be a great investment. But I don't know if that's realistic. Um, but when we were driving, there's like a random airstrip right before Prim. I don't know if anybody's seen this before, but there's like the little, what are those little planes called? The tiny little two-seater planes? Like a Cessna? Yeah, yeah. So we were just like, should we just buy a plane? And so I think the first thing I'm buying is a, is a cute little two-person airplane. No, you're not going to let Estrus, Estrus uh, fly that, I'll tell you that. He'll be going too, he'll be going too slow. <laughs> Estrus goes too slow. I, I, let him, I let him drive today, so we're making progress here. Now, would you, would you hire a pilot, or would you take flying lessons? Oh, I want to learn how to fly the thing, for sure. Ah, it's too dangerous for me. Willie? An island. Oh, okay. Go. All right. An island, okay. yeah. So well, you're, you're getting an then, island. How are you going to get to said island? You need the private plane. Cassie's plane. Because <laughs> Cassie, Cassie and Estrus will have free room and board because she got the tickets that allowed me to buy the island. Right. So we'll fly down in Cassie's plane, and then everybody can hang out. Now, all of you will get discount rates on the B&B. Yeah. She gets to stay for free. <laughs> I'll be able to afford those rates. Yeah. I will. Uh, what are you buying, Ed? 
I am gone from this entire place, and I am in a cabin somewhere in Montana. And it is. And when I say cabin, I, I say mansion I put, cabin. Hold on, I won't put the person on blast who said it. But there was a question asked. Someone, someone posed the question: If we win, or when we win, we'll say we'll put the good vibes out there. Win. When we win, are you leaving work? And someone responded. I'm leaving my whole family. Yes. <laughs> and it was no one on this call. We should preface yeah. that. Yeah. We should we should preface that. But the person said, I'm leaving my wife. And then he was going to give his daughter 10 minutes to make up her mind. Yeah. I'll give her 10 well, minutes to I make up her to mind. Him, I, I said to that person, like, hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. The, I know you're not leaving the daughter. He goes, no, no, no. She'd have two hours to decide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so have you, uh, have you enjoyed Raiders camp so far? Uh, it's great, but I got a bunch of notifications yesterday for a little video I put out. So, uh, yeah, I, I turned off, I've since All right, turned so off the talk, Twitter notifications. Let's, let's talk about let's this talk because, about this okay, here. so there's a big stir and it's carried over to this morning and I get the connotation. Um, your colleague quote tweeted it talking about there's no shame, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing with the way that this guy shared it. I get that you that people should put at so you know courtesy of ha, you know via in parentheses via at Cassie so but here's the thing the way that the person did it it automatically gives you the caption in bold so if you touch your name it goes to that tweet and the reason that people do that is so it doesn't take away from their character count so did you have a problem with the way it was done considering it left the credit to you well, it. My problem is, is that you just you should. There's an option to just quote tweet. So right, oh, to and which even I did. at quote tweeting, you can still have the exact same amount of characters. Yes, right, and you know I what did I'm that. Saying? I did that with so, yours and put the quote out there because you had to bleep it. I had to bleep what the you bleep the, the curse word. So I quoted your tweet and put the quote. I wrote. So right. I know what you're saying. Yes, you can quote it. Yeah, so you can't quote it. But I'm saying is I know the other process of, like, so it makes it look like you tweeted that video, right? Because then my name pops up at the very bottom. It is, and it's there. Granted, it's there. Sure. But I'm just saying that's an extra step a person has to do instead of just hitting the button that's already there for you that says quote tweet. So it's an extra step you have to do to make it look like it's kind of your own. All right. Okay. I still say people understand it's uh, it's ours though. Yeah, and you yeah. got the watermark, and it's you got the watermark. Oh yeah, no, I've, and I've I've made the watermarks bigger and bigger as each training camp goes on. I've learned my lesson before. I wish that I just wish, not for shock value either. I just wish that you and like there was another colleague out, media colleague out there who we all you know love and respect and and whatever that, but she had to delete it all together. Um, because she did it on her phone, and she she she's not all set up with the editing software right then and there. You 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 ladies, you and Heidi, you can bleep it. I wish you didn't have to because I think it just takes away like like a stand up comedian. Like we were talking about it earlier. Ed said, you know, choice words at the beginning. Did you like? It? I was like, I loved it because that's football. I wish that yeah. you were able to leave it in. Yeah, no, and I think it's just one of those things. If it you know if it had taken well, it did take off. You know, before I could refresh my page, already had a couple thousands of views. So if work came back, because technically, as a right as an employee of the Review Journal, anything I put out there is property of the Review Journal. If I'm out here 
putting videos with expletives that just, you know, it falls back on the paper. So, so we don't want that. So I didn't want to have to delete it if something came back. Um, but, uh, you know, maybe I'll start that burner account or something and just put it out there with the whole, with the whole, uh, Expletive. I think your I think and your Devonte one took off. Devonte doing yeah, Devonte thing. Yeah, that thing took off. Yeah, that one did well too. You're so you're making big waves here with your videos before you quit life itself with the as a billionaire. I did record one video yesterday that I will put out. Uh, that well, when I get back, I'm gonna get my editing stuff on Monday, which will be my my final goodbye for sure. I won't even wait that long. You call me and say we won. <laughs> I'll say thank you. I hope you have a nice, light, nice life with Estrus. You'll never hear from me again. <laughs> you just deactivate everything yeah. after that? But I'll tell you what, you'll get a hell of a wedding gift. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah, everybody, I'm expecting, you know, those those checks and the and the dollars better be All nothing but C-notes. All right, be careful. Tell them to drive a little faster. Okay, I will. We're about. I think we're about eight miles from Barstow, so you'll begin uh, your proof of receipts here soon. All right, take care of yourself. Later, Cass. Bye. Cassie Soto, Las Vegas Review Journal. All right, here we go. Two more tickets. Evo Championships. Two tickets to the finals on August seventh. It's the world's largest and longest running fight game tournament with the best players from around the globe. Players and fans gather at the Evo Expo in a bracket competition to determine world champions. It's the Evo Championships. Two tickets, August 7th at Mandalay Bay, 702-364-1100. 702-364-1100. We'll call, take caller number eight right now. My name is not Dwight. My name is Shonoff. And I'm the Shogun Master. Of the South! <laughs> now, where is this? What's his name? Terror Lane. Talking about you gonna come to the WWE and take my belt? Who's the master? Show Who's the master? Show All of the sun, none of the fun on the Press Box Summer Edition. Nice little takeoff from. Shonuff, you know who had that T-shirt on yesterday was Paul Gutierrez. Did he? Shonuff, that's old school. Before that was that, that was. Where'd w- you pull w- that from? That was Dwight Howard yesterday talking oh, that's right. Dwight in Howard. Orlando about if he doesn't play in the NBA again, he wants to join the WWE since they have a training facility in Orlando. Does right. he got any chance? I would assume Dwight Howard they give him a shot. Well, I mean, you need to have an athletic build. You need to be athletic, and you need to withstand because, you know, everyone always says WWE's fake. No, it's scripted, and they anticipate what they're doing, and they practice those moves. But you still have to have an athletic body to consume all of the punishment that's dealt. They absorb the shots. They anticipate the shots. They know how to move in and out of the shots that they take. I mean, you don't hit someone in the back with a chair, and it's fake. It's not, it's, not, it's not padded, so he would, I mean, he would train, and sure, why not? What day is today? Oh, today is oh. National Lasagna Day and National Chicken Wing Day. Couldn't make either of them. Got no chance. Well, chick, chicken wings not that hard to make. Chicken wings aren't hard to make. I mean, these days, you, could, you, could, you, could, you, could, you can marinate them, season them. You can put them in an air fryer. You know what I mean? I mean... The old, the long gone are the days of dropping them in hot oil. Lasagna, I can make. I can make killer lasagna. Here's the problem for me with lasagna. 
I can't like set out to make lasagna and just go make lasagna because everything with Italian is based for me is based around the sauce. So I and the it, sauce. And I have to make the sauce. My like I'm not like when I was married, the, when we first got our house, like I threw jarred sauce at like she was she brought home. I was like, what is this? Like this ain't happening. You're not putting it in my pots. You want <laughs> oh, sauce? No. I'm, I'm dead <laughs> Come serious. on, your pots. I'm dead serious. I, I make my own sauce. So 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 what I'll do is I'll make enough to where it's in like a large pickle jar. And then once I get it down to the end and I've had okay, I've had enough pot, like then I'll make the lasagna and freeze it with with you know the, the latter half of the sauce that I make. But yeah. Is it imperative we call it sauce? It's just natural for me to say it's like it's like, it's like it's, Foster Moreau. It's like yeah, well, no, it's just that's how it comes out. When I say sauce, I always say it like 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 saucies, like or or uh like gabagol or 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 you know mozzarella. It just that's just I don't know. It just comes out like that. But uh you know who's got the sauce and is in his bag? Local product Jarrett Godman. Sauce, yeah. He does he's had a little more sauce than he did yesterday. Yes, he does. He has uh, the boss he was drafted by the Boston Red Sox, former Palo Verde kid. I think he bounced around. I think he went to Cimarron and then Palo Verde, but he just played for the Oklahoma Sooners. Got to the final. Got to the finals. Got to the finals. Um he was a pitcher. His twin brother played at UNLV for a little bit. But uh signed his contract this morning, got a signing bonus with the Boston Red Sox. Good for him. And from what I understand, he well, you know, normally they'll go right to rookie ball and then they'll play in the like the yeah, like playing. a fall league. Yes. And then the next year they decide if they're going to single high, single, like higher high or low league. A. I think he might get a shot to go right to A. He's already out at the spring training facility. Uh, so he's out there, you know, getting getting whatever he needs to get done. So kudos to him. Um, according to my people, I, my people have spoke to his people. We're in the uh, their camp, but uh, check in next week, possibly along. And this is not the special guest I was talking about to talk old Vegas. I'm hoping I'm maybe depending on the schedule because he doesn't know the kid. The kid doesn't know his schedule. So but next week on Cofield and Company, I'm going to try to have him on. But I will put a teaser out there if you like old school boxing. Late 80s, early 90s, uh, from Las Vegas. The outdoor arena at Caesars. When the MGM Grand was just coming about, there's a good chance. Good chance. Might have someone on next week. So stay tuned. Make sure you're tuned in to Cofield. What do you got going for the uh, Aces Watch Party? Aces Watch Party on Sunday out by the Raiders facility. St. Rose and Las Vegas Boulevard. I will be there from 12 to 2. Raiders fans, I'm going to bring some programs from the first two years at Allegiant Stadium that I have, and I'm going to give some away. I'm going to have T-shirts, tickets, and a chance to win tickets to an upcoming Aces game sitting in the ESPN Fan Zone. Sunday, Aces at Indiana. Come see me. I got you covered from 12 to 2. All right, buddy. Well, we're going to win the lotto, so none of this matters anyway, because if we win the lotto, you're not going to any watch. You, you probably go well, to the I'm watch committed. party. You know. You're committed. You're a committed guy. I'm yeah. not committed at all. No. Well, <laughs> you have you committed. I'd leave him in. <laughs> As Don Rickles would say, I spoke you, I'll to, tell you what, I win the lottery, you might have to have me committed. Listen, I spoke to the home. You're going back. I'm ready. Come on, Cassie, get it done!